You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We have a new series. This is our discipleship series entitled Forward. Sabihin nyo nga po, Forward. Okay? Tingin po kayo sa likod nyo. Backward na yan. Okay? Forward. Okay? All of us believers are called by Christ to discipleship. Okay? Lahat po tayo tinatawag ni Lord para maging disipulo niya. Sabi po sa Matthew chapter 4, verse 19, And He said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. God is calling us, number one, to follow Jesus, to fish for people, and to fellowship with believers. Sabihin nga po natin yan, follow Jesus, fish for people, fellowship with the believers. And the sequence is intentional. Hindi po yan parang nagkataon lang. Yan po intentional. That's what discipleship basically means. Ididiscuss po natin itong serya na to for nine weeks. Sabihin nyo nga po nine weeks. Alright. Bakit po forward? Bakit hindi backward? Nakabasa po ako ng isang quote at paborito ko po ito palaging kinukote. Sinulat po ito ng napakakilalang taong pangalan ay unknown. Sabi niya, life is like riding a bicycle, either you move forward or you fall. Tapos nung sinurch ko po ito, abay nalaman ko na si Albert Einstein pula ay gantung original quote. And he said, life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you need to keep moving. Well, this is true in the natural, also true in spiritual. Why did I say that? Because discipleship is a journey. Say journey. Okay, hindi po yan yung banda, no? Okay? Ito po isang paglalakbay. It, hindi po ito isang maikling trip lang. Hindi lang po ito sprint. Ito ay marathon. It's a journey. And all of us are in a journey towards maturity and towards our final destination. And hopefully all of us will meet each other in heaven. Some of you here are in the starting line of your journey. Nagsisimula pa lamang po kayo. Yung iba naman po nasa kalagitnaan na. At yung iba naman po siguro nasa home stretch na. No? Mga ilang tulog, ilang taon na lang, makakasama nyo na si Lord. But just the same, just the same, we are all in a journey whether you're in the beginning, in the middle, or in the end. Ang tanong ko po is, nasaan kayo ngayon sa inyong journey? Kayo ba'y nasa simula? Nasa gitna? O nasa dulo na? Yung iba nga ho, bagamat yung edad nila ay medyo pang dulo na, pero doon pa lang sila nagsisimula sa journey nila, sa Panginoon. Okay? Wala po ito sa edad. Wherever you are in your journey, ang panalangin po namin at ang aking inaasam-asam is that you are not stuck. Say stuck. That you are moving forward. However, ang realidad po ng buhay kristyanismo at maraming kristyano, hindi lang po sa ating bansa, kundi sa buong mundo, many Christians are stuck in their walk with God. Maybe some of you, you feel stuck and no longer progressing in your walk with God. 
sa inyong pong buhay espiritual, hindi nyo na nararanasan yung tinatawag na yung soaring high. Or hindi nyo na na-experience yung you're running with the Lord. Or you're walking with God. Not even crawling. But most unfortunately, you are stuck and not moving at all. Minsan po, when I was in in Caloocan, na-experience ko po ang isang monstrous traffic jam where nothing moved and nothing really is moving forward for hours. Naka-assign po ako noon sa Caloocan at hindi wala pa po yung aking uh, multi-million dollar e-bike na gamit. Ano? Ang gamit ko lang po noon is Cadillac. You know, Cadillac. Cadillac had... Yeah. I told you to translate and <laughs> There was a time, you know, when I commute, umabot po ako ng two and a half hours commute one way. Imagine po ninyo kung meron pang traffic jam. In this one particular day, there was a heavy downpour at sabi ko po sa misis ko, Honey, please fetch me doon sa LRT Buendia para ako'y hindi naman may stuck sa traffic. Pagbaba ko po sa LRT Buendia, nothing moves. Kasi po baha at bol-bol ang traffic ko. So tinawagan ko siya, sabi ko, honey, don't go here anymore. You'll just be stuck sa flood at saka sa, sa traffic. So I decided na maglakad-lakad. Baka sakaling may makakita akong sasakyan na pwede kong sabitan or whatever. I ended up walking from Buendia to Eslex Magallanes. Okay? And by miracle of all miracle, may humintong bus sa alang-aning lugar at ako po yung nakasakay. Okay? You see, it's not fun to be stuck in traffic. That's why I walk. True in the natural, true in the spiritual. It's not fun to be st- spiritually stuck in your walk with God. No wonder many Christians are not having fun anymore in their walk with God simply because they are already stuck. Nabobor na sila. Wala na silang interes sa mga bagay na spiritual. Hindi na sila excited sa pag-worship kay Lord. Pag dumarating sila sa church, lahat ng tao katabi niya nakataas ang kamay siya nakahalukip-kip. Yung spiritual experience po nila ay naging rutinary na lamang. There's no more desire to read the Word of God and to pray. Nagiging secret agent Christian sila. Lahat ng paligid nila hindi alam na sila ay Kristiyano. Sila lang nakakaalam na Kristiyano sila. Secret agent. It becomes easy for them to give up victory group or even Sunday service. Diba? Yung nabay na, achoo! Nakulalag na tinata ako. Hindi ako nakakawatin ng church. Sinipon lang, pulmon niya na. Yeah? Ayaw na lumabas ng bahay, hindi na natin ng church. Minsan nagdadahilan, oh, I'm going to fix the car. Kasi ito lang yung oras ko, pero bukas naman, holiday. Pero kailangan ayusin Sunday. You see, ladies and gentlemen, if you are in this situ- situation or somehow na-feel nyo medyo, mm, translate, yeah, medyo malapit ka na, 
I want you to know that this is not the will of God for you. But I have good news for you. There is a way out from being stuck. And once again, you can be in the expressway of your journey with God. So I invite you, let us journey together in this nine-week series. Three weeks for follow Jesus, three weeks for fish for men, and three weeks for fellowship with the believers. So let's start. The question that I want to answer today is how do we follow Jesus? Paano ba natin susundin o susunod? Paano tayo susunod sa Panginoon? Ma- pwede kayo po'y bata o kayo man matanda, baguhan o matagal na dito. The question never goes out of style. We always want to ask, how can we follow God? How can we follow Jesus? So therefore, I would like to invite every one of you to please stand up as we read God's Word. We'll be taking our text from 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 23. To chapter 2, verse 3. It says, verse 23, Since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and abiding word of God, for all flesh is like grass, in all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers and the flower falls, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And this word is the good news that was preached to you. Verse 1, chapter 2. So put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander like newborn infants. Long for the pure spiritual make that, is, that by it you may grow up into salvation if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. Let us pray. Father, thank you. Hayaan po sa oras at sa araw na ito, Panginoon, pangunahan mo kami. Mangusap ka sa amin. Ang iyong salita ay buhay. At may kapangyariang bumago ng puso, isip, pagkatao namin. Lord, Holy Spirit, we invite you. Lord, minister to us as we listen to your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Balikan po natin yung ating tanong. How do we follow Jesus? Paano ba tayo susunod sa Panginoon? Well, I say, let us go back to the basics. Pag sinabi po natin basics of discipleship, we will always encounter the phrase spiritual disciplines. Sabihin nyo nga po yan. Pero wala po tayong panahon na i-discuss lahat po ng spiritual disciplines. Marami po yan. May fasting, may giving, may prayer, etc., etc. So, ang gagawin po natin, we will discuss the mother of all spiritual disciplines and that is devotion to God's Word. Ang unang Pedro po ay isinulat sa mga Hudyo at sa mga mananampalatayang, mananampalatayang Hudyo at mga Hintil bilang encouragement po doon sa mga mananampalatayang nagsasuffer because of the persecution of Nero. Hindi po sila stuck sa kanilang pananampalataya. They're actually on fire, but they are suffering. The truth is they had all the reason to walk away from God. But they didn't. I hope they did not. Pero po, in-encourage ni Peter, una, to maintain the highest standard of morals. No? Para manatili silang namumuhay ayon sa kalooban ng Diyos. Yung, yung ayon sa pamantayan ng Diyos. Maging witnesses po sila doon sa mga nagpe-persecute sa kanila. Mga amo nila, mga kapitbahay nila. And to trust in their living hope in Jesus. 
Grabe ano ang bigat nung ano sa kanya mabuhay kayo nang banal ganto ang bigat nung kanyang encouragement but when it comes to the word of god si Pedro po is very soft mamaya mas maintindihan natin bakit ko sinabing napaka soft ni ni Peter when it comes to the word of god i would like to to discuss to you in this particular text that we've we've read there are three stages of following jesus Three stages of following Jesus. Number one, the birth. Second, the craving. And third is the growth. The birth, the craving, and the growth. Three stages where the Word of God is involved as far as following Jesus is concerned. So simulan po natin, the birth. Verse 23, sabi niya, Since you have been born again, Sabi nyo nga po, born again. Okay. Since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding Word of God. This is the starting point of discipleship. It starts by being born again. Susunod, ang pagsunod po kay Kristo Jesus, nagsisimula kapag tayo po'y pinanganak na muli sa umagitan ng kapangyarihan ng salita ng Diyos. John 3.3, mga paborito po nating verse, isa sa mga paborito nating verse. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Tayo'y po ipinanganak sa kaharian ng Diyos nung narinig po natin at tinanggap natin ang salita ng Diyos. Kaya nga po sabi ni Pedro, doon sa ating binasa kanina, verse 25, letter B, And this word is the good news that was preached to you. Sabi niya, all grass withers, all flowers fall, but the Word of God remains. This is the Word of God that was preached to you. That is why it's important that we have the Word of God in our life. It is the Word of God that gives birth to us. Kung wala pong salita ng Diyos, wala ang salita ng Diyos na ipangakal sa atin, hindi tayo papanganak na muli. Are you with me? Kailangan makinig natin ang salita ng Diyos upang makapagsimula tayong sumunod sa Panginoong Jesus. Now, pagdating po sa chapter 2, verses 1 to 3, ng ating text, medyo complex statement po ito. Okay? Kapag ka medyo uh, hindi naman tayo ganun ka, kabihasa sa English, medyo mahirap intindihin kasi parang bali-bali ko yung arrangement. So what I want to do, is to rearrange the statement so that we will be able to understand it better. Okay? Tingnan po natin. Sisimulan ko po sa verse 3. Tapos magiging verse 1, verse 2. Para maintindihan po nyo, ganito po ang arrangement yan. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good, so put away all malice and deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. Like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up into salvation. Sabi po dyan, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good, kung talagang ang naborn again kayo, kung talagang ang natikman nyo na ang Diyos ay mabuti, anong mangyayari? Sabi niya, put away the malice. Therefore, put away the malice. Instead, sabi niya, instead, like newborn infants, you long, Say, sabi niyo nga po, long. Okay, hindi po yan short. Long. Ibig sabihin niyo, you crave for the spiritual milk that by it you may grow up into 
salvation. And this brings me to my second point, the craving. Pinanganak tayo sa magitan ng salita ng Diyos, ngayon bilang mga bagong nilalang, new infant, newborn infant, we have to long and crave for the pure milk of God. Ibig sabihin po ng craving dito, sa original Greek, means intensely crave, earnestly desire, greatly long for. So ano po yung ini-imply ni Peter sa atin when he said that you should long and crave for the pure milk of God? We used to enjoy, mga kapatid, yung mga junk food saka mga canned goods. Di ba? Nag-enjoy tayo dyan. Sabi ng iba, mga junk food saka canned goods. So mahilig tayo sa junk food saka canned goods. Marami pong tao, kahit po tayo noon, we used to enjoy the junk food and the canned goods of the world. The salty malice. The sugar-coated deceit. The cholesterol-rich hypocrisy and envy and the toxin-filled slander. The world is full of it at hindi po ito mauubusan anytime soon. Marami po yan. Lumabas ka lang, ang dami dyan. But, say but, if you have tasted that the Lord is good, how many of you here have tasted the Lord is good? We have tasted that the Lord is good. So sabi niya, if you have tasted that the Lord is good, if indeed you have been born again, then you have to throw all your junk food and canned goods out of your cabinet and replace it with all organic, spirit-filled, nutrition-rich, pure milk of the Word of God. Now it seems like in this passage, the putting away and the craving are two separate steps. Like step one, putting away. Step two, the craving. But, hindi po yan yung case. Rather, it is moving away and moving towards at the same time. Let me show you. As you move away, you move towards. Di ba? But that is simultaneous. You move away, but I move forward. In our theological term, it's called repentance. Say repentance. It is a change of mind and a change of direction. The Bible said, uh, leave your, your old thinking behind and you move towards God. You move away from sin and you move towards God. So sabi niya, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good, you have to continually renew your mind and repent and change direction. The things that I used to do, sabi ng kanta, I'll do them no more. Yung mga nasa 80s lang nakaka-relate dyan. <laughs> Tulad ng kapatid ko. I am moving towards, craving for the Word of God, but at the same time, I am moving away putting away the junk food of the world. It is impossible for anyone to have a craving, a real craving for the Word, but at the same time, enjoying the junk food of the world. Hindi po. And vice versa. Hindi pwedeng nag-e-enjoy ka sa junk food, at the same time, gustong-gusto mo rin yung Word of God. 
Ay, gusto ko yung kasalanan. Gusto ko manood ng, ng pornography. Pagkatapos nito, magmeditate ako ng word. It's, it's never, never like that. Again, what is Peter saying to us? Your spiritual taste buds, okay, has been renewed by the grace of God. Na born again din pati yung taste buds natin spiritually. You have tasted the Lord is good. You have been set free from the slavery of bad taste of sin. So do not buy those junk food anymore. Walk away from the snacks and sardines lane and go towards the organic vegetable corner of the Word of God. Because as you continue to eat this spiritual milk, you will develop the right cravings for it. Hey, Pastor, what if I don't feel like reading the Word of God? Sino do dito, nakaranas kayo na parang ayaw niyong magbasa ng salita ng Diyos? Kapag hindi niyo po feel na magbasa ng salita ng Diyos, that is the best time for you to read the Word. You know why? Because the devil knows God has prepared something for you and he doesn't want you to get it. Kaya gagawin niya, talagang pipigilan ka niya, i-discourage ka niya para hindi mo ma-encounter si God. But you see, ladies and gentlemen, reading God's Word is just the first step. Hindi pag nagbasa ka ng, ng Bible, tapos na marami yung nagbabasa ng Bible, pero hindi nababago ang buhay. Tama? We have to meditate what we have read and memorize the verses that speak into our hearts. Pati yung mga promises ni God. Mahalaga po yun. Of course, I do not expect every one of you here to memorize the whole Bible. Di ba? Kanina, pinapakinggan ko yung Psalm 119 habang ako po yung nasasakyan. No? Na, ang haba talaga. Ang hirap i-memorize nun. E yun lang Psalm 119, ang hirap na i-memorize. How much more yung Bible. But if we have this Word of God in our hearts, yung mga talagang very pertinent uh, 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 promises ni God, we memorize it. Kung may issue ka sa, sa giving, abay, kunin mo yung mga promises ni God about giving. May problema ka sa, sa, sa sakit, kunin mo yung mga promises ni God patungkol sa sakit. May problema ka sa unforgiveness, kunin mo yung mga word ni God patungkol sa forgiveness. Amen? Then meditate it until it sink deep into your hearts and change you from the inside out. Amen? Siguro yung iba sinasabi, Pastor, you know, I, I faithfully listen to your podcast. Favorite nga kita eh. Favorite ko si Pastor Jonathan. Well, that's good. Pero iba po yun. Iba yung nagbasa ka at nag-meditate ng Word of God, iba yung nag-meditate ka sa podcast. Amen? The discipline that we're talking about is a personal devotion with God by reading the Word, listening to Him, speak to us in a personal way every day. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4 says, But He answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Originally po ito, binanggit sa Deuteronomy. And the word of God is compared doon po sa manna bread. Okay? That came down from heaven every day to feed the people. What it means is this, every day God has a manna for you. God has a special word for you. He wants to speak to you. He 
wants to speak into your circumstances. He wants to speak into your problems. He wants to speak into your issues of life. If only we will listen and take the time to listen to the Word of God. Kakausapin kanya. Encourage kanya. I-re-review kanya kung kinakailangan. Isa mo sa favorite verse ko sa Proverbs chapter 1, If only you have listened to my rebuke, I would have poured out my heart to you. Kung nakinig ka lang sana sa akin, ibubulalas ko ang laman ng aking puso at ibibigay ko sa iyo. Grabe, ano? Sino dito gusto niyong malaman ang puso ng Diyos? Di ba? Napakasarap nun. Kaya lang sabi niya, if you will, listen. If you will take time. Craving for the Word not only means that we would read it, meditate it, memorize it, but most importantly, we will obey it. Apply it in our daily lives, in everything we do, whether it is in, in our marriage, in our career, in our study, social life, in our relationship, pati yung mga posts natin sa Facebook. Di ba? Minsan kasi mga, mga pinopost natin sa Facebook, pag kinumpere mo sa salita ng Diyos, ang layo eh. Akala mo kung sino magsalita, ang kapal ng muka. Di ba? Yung tapos, Praise God, I'm blessed. What? You compare it with the Word of God. It's sabi, we will, be, we will be blessed to become a blessing and yet your word in Facebook is not becoming a blessing. You see, the way, the best way to honor God is to obey His Word. Sabi natin, we exist to honor God and make disciples, but the best way for us to honor Him is to obey His Word. Because if you obey His Word, we will forgive, we will bless, we will evangelize, and everything. Amen? Kasi sabi natin, Lord, gusto kitang ma-bless, Lord, gusto kitang ma-honor. Just follow the Word. Let the Word of God be our standard for our living. Verse 23, dun sa text po natin, balikan natin. Sabi niya, since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and abiding Word of God. What does it mean? It means, yung salita po ng Diyos, living and abiding, hindi naluluma. Hindi outdated. It is living. For all flesh is like grass, verse 24, and all its glory like the flower of the grass. The grass withers, and the flowers fall. Man and his man-made principles will change over time. Even die a natural death. Yung communism noon, i-compare nyo sa communism ngayon, ang layo na, ibang-iba na. Nagbabago. Yung socialism noon, iba yung socialism ngayon. Kahit sabihin natin, parang ang ganda-ganda ng idea na yan. Eventually, magdaday daw yan, magbabago. As time goes on. But verse 25 says, But the word of the Lord remains forever. Meaning to say, it is always relevant. Pwede to sa mga Generation X. Okay? Pwede to sa mga Millennials. At kahit sa mga seasoned citizen. A while ago, sabi ko sa inyo na si Peter, yung encouragement niya, very strong para to sa mga persecuted. Yet, pagdating po sa evil desires, sabi niya, Be holy. When it comes to the relationship with other people outside the church, sabi niya, live as God's slaves. 
as if he was talking to truly matured people. Yet when it comes to the word, he uses very soft words and metaphors. Ano sabi niya, verse 2? Like a newborn infant. Kung may anak po kayo, bagong panganak, alam nyo ibig sabihin nito. Napaka-fragile, di ba? Like newborn infant. Long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up into salvation. Now, kung analyze nyo po itong verse na to, parang may contradiction. Okay? Tingnan po natin. Like newborn infants, naturalesa po ng isang bata na bagong panganak na mag-crave ng milk. Tama? Kapag kapanganak na panganak pa lang yan, ano na kagad ang sinasabi niya? <laughs> milk! Naturalesa niya yun. Hindi mo kailangang utusan yung bata na, oh, bakit ayaw pa mga dede? Dumede ka! Hindi. Naturalesa niya, dede-dede yun. Are you with me? So natural. Naturalesa niya yun. And yet, Peter compared to us to a newborn infant and yet he commanded us. Sabi niya, you long. You crave. Bakit ganun? If we are likened to a newborn infant, then automatically we should be craving for the Word of God. But that's not the case. Bakit po ganun? Bakit niya kinumpare tayo doon sa newborn infant and yet inuutusan tayo na mag-crave? It's because we, we've been born again. Like newborn babes. We have tasted that the Lord is good. Our taste buds has been renewed. Sinasabi ni Paul, dahil may bago ka ng taste buds, huwag mo nang balikan yung kangoods sa king jump foods. Sabi niya, what you should start to long for, okay, iwasan mo na yung lane 23 sa ka 24. Doon ka sa dulo, organic section, milk section. Are you with me? Inutusan niya tayo kasi hindi pa naman renew tayo lahat eh. Kaya nga di ba sabi niya, we should renew our minds. Ang tendency natin is to look to our former life. Sabi niya, no. You go this way. So even though we have been born again already, renewed in the Spirit, we are being commanded and encouraged to crave for the Word of God. And I pray that every one of you here have your own personal Bible. I hope. Kung nakakabili po tayo ng mga iPhone 10. Bilis no, iPhone 10 kaga. O 6 pa lang, 7, 8 sa June. I hope makabili tayo ng Bible natin. Here's my tip for you. May mga nagtatanong po sa akin, Faster, <laughs> what is the best... <laughs> What is the best Bible to buy? The translation doesn't really matter that much. Okay? As long as taintindihan mo at saka nandun sa tamang range. No? Uh, sa atin pong usually ginagamit natin ESV, dati ginagamit natin NIV, okay lang po yan. Kung kaya mo yung King James, yung Dao, Dao, Dao. Kaya lang huwag ka magda-doubt. Kasi puro Dao yun eh. Okay lang yun. But here's my tip for you if you want to buy a Bible. The most expensive Expensive Bible you can afford. If the most expensive Bible you can afford is worth 500, you buy it. Pagipunan mo. If it is 5,000, 
buy it. Pagipunan mo. If it's 20,000, Pwede naman sa 5,000. <laughs> walang wala kasing 20,000. Joke lang yun. What I mean is this. Because pag in-invest, nag-invest ka, gumastos ka, gagamitin mo yun. Pero pag bigay sa'yo, ah, wala pa. Gagawin, gamitin mo pa pansigarilyo yun. Ang iba ginagawa sa mariwana yun eh. Ganda kasi ng papel. Alright? I hope every one of us has a Bible. Read the Bible. Obey the Bible. And start feeding your appetite with the Word and stop eating the junk food of the world. As a result, we will grow up into salvation. And this brings me to my third point, the growth. You see, mga kapatid, when we feed and we feast on the Word of God, obeying and applying it in our lives, we expect to grow and mature in our walk with God. We expect to move forward in our discipleship journey. Growth is expected, ladies and gentlemen. It's never legislated. It is never commanded. Hindi pwedeng sabi, di ba? Usually, sinasabi natin, pag may mga immature people, ah, you grow up! We're commanded, grow up! Magmature ka nga! It never happens that way. Asa ka pa. Inexpect natin mag-grow sila as time goes on. Many people are not growing up, not maturing their faith and character because they are spiritually malnourished. They are starving from God's Word. That's why konting problema, bagsak. Kinindatan lang ng tukso. May kumerengking na kagad. Madaling ma-offend sa preacher. Akala kung sino magsalita, akala kung galing-galing. Pati nga sa Asher, ang daling ma-offend. Sasabihin, nakita na nga nakaupo ako, pauhungin pa ako. Ba't hindi lang pa-forward din yung mga late na yan? Tapos iismiran pa yung Asher. <laughs> Nakaka-offend. Resulta, palipat-lipat, papalit-palit. Pag hindi na gusto na sa church nito, lipat na lang doon. Ayoko, nasa Victoria Labang. Sa Muntinlupa na lang ako. <laughs> we should grow through the Word of God. Psalm 119, verse 9 to 11. How can a young man, young person, stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. This is the discipline part. This is the spiritual discipline. How can a young man keep his way pure? Sabi ng ESV, by guarding it to your word of God. That's the discipline. Gusto mong lumakad ng, ng maayos, ng, ng uh, 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 may kabanalan, bantayan mo ang sarili mo, bigyan mo ng hedges ng word of God. Bigyan ka ng boundary ng word of God. That's the discipline. Nobody likes discipline at first. Di ba? Ayaw natin yung exercise time bigat-bigat pero lahat tayo gusto natin malaking muscle. But it should start with discipline. David said, I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. 
I have hidden your word. I have stored your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. It's easy for us to sin if the word of God is not in our hearts. That's why we could easily say things and hurt people, do things, do this, do that, and hurt God. Why? Because we don't have the word of God guarding our hearts. When I was starting in my walk with God, I attended a church seminar entitled Five Steps to Christian Growth. And the very first step was what we call in the Christian circle, at palagay ko alam nyo to, yung tinatawag na quiet time. Sino nakinig nyo na word na quiet time? Okay. Ay, pastor, madalas po akong meron yan. Pag nagbasa ako ng Bible, kasunod nun, quiet time na. Galing ko mag-quiet time, pastor. It is called quiet time because we deliberately find a time and a place kung saan po we, we, we will not be easily distracted so we could come before God to hear and speak to us through His Word. It is also called daily devotion. Sabi nyo nga po, daily devotion. We want to make a point na magbasa po tayo ng Bible natin every day. Sabi nyo nga po, every day. Preferably in the morning to start our, our day right. Ay, pastor, meron ako niyan. Pastor, paborito ko nga, nga yung basahin yung our daily bread. Mga patitingin po kayo sa akin. Sino nagbabasa our daily bread? Ako po nagbabasa din dati niyan. Wala, walang masama sa daily bread. Ang daily bread po, yan ay quiet time ng ibang tao na ibinabahagi sa atin. If that's the only thing we read in our quiet time, abay, nakikikwiet time ka lang kapatid. Diba? Hindi ka kumakain ng sarili mong pagkain. Yung kinain ng iba, yun yung gusto mong kainin. Parang hindi maganda yun, di ba? Yung, um, oh. <laughs> hindi dapat sar- sarili mong kayod. Diba? Ikaw yung nanamnam ng pagkain ng salita ng Diyos. I tell you, if you start, if you will start to discipline yourself na magbasa po at magmeditate ng Word of God every day, you will see great transformation and growth happening in your spiritual life, in your character. Tuloy po natin yung sinasabi ni David sa Psalm 119. Verse 12 na, Praise be to you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. No, kaya kailangan, alam mo, i-memorize mo eh. You can recount, you can speak the Word of God. I rejoice in following your statutes. Obedience. As one rejoices in great riches, I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight, say delight, in your decrees, I will not neglect your word. Grabe no, kanina una, discipline. Ngayon, delight. You see, that's how it starts. At first, it's a discipline, but as you go on and on and on, it becomes a delight. Hahanap-hanapin mo na ngayon yung word ni God. Amen? I want you to know that we can never outgrow the Word of God. Kahit nasaan man po tayo sa journey natin sa buhay, bilang Kristiyano, kailangan po natin ng salita ng Diyos. It would be good if we would always be like a newborn infant para tayong laging bata na crave ng pure milk ni Lord. John chapter 6, verse 63. Pangako po ito ni Jesus. It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. The Word of God is spirit and life. We can find life 
through the Word. Many of us have tried to apply principles of the world na nagresulta po ng malaking kaguluhan sa buhay natin. Nagkaroon ng mga, naka-experience tayo ng mga disaster sa buhay natin dahil sinunod natin yung prinsipyo ng mundo. But many of us here have experience that when we apply the Word of God, life happens. Great things happen. Miracles happen. Restoration happens. Reconciliation happens. Healing happens. Yet, there's something more important than life that we could find in God's Word. More important than life. In John chapter 1, pag binasa niyo po yan, the Apostle John declared that Jesus Himself is the living Word of God. Every time bubuklatin mo po ang Bible na yan, hindi lang pangako ng Diyos ang matatagpuan mo, hindi lang buhay ang matatagpuan mo, ang matatagpuan mo si Kristo Jesus. Makikilala mo si Jesus. In fact, in every book of the Bible, you can find Jesus. Sabi niya sa John chapter 5, verse 39, You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life, and it is they that bear witness about me. The whole Bible speaks about me, Jesus said. In fact, in Genesis, He is the seed of the woman. In Exodus, He is the Passover lamb. In Leviticus, He is the high priest and the altar of the lamb of sacrifice. In Numbers, He is the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. In Deuteronomy, He is Jesus, the prophet likened unto Moses. In Joshua, He is the captain of the heart salvation. In Judges, He is our judge and the lawgiver. In the book of Ruth, He is our kinsman redeemer. In First and Second Samuel, he is our trusted prophet. In First Kings and Second Kings, and even Chronicles, he is our reigning king. In the book of Ezra, he is the rebuilder of the broken down walls of human life. In Nehemiah, he is our restorer. In Esther, he is our great advocate. In the book of Job, he is our ever living redeemer. In the book of Psalm, he is our good shepherd. In Proverbs, he is the wisdom of God. In Ecclesiastes, he is our hope of resurrection. In the Song of Songs, He is our loving bridegroom. On and on and on and on and on. We can find Jesus in every page of the Bible. We should be excited to read the Word. He wants to speak to you. He wants to commune with you. He wants to pour out His heart to you. And He wants to change your situation by the power of the Word. Amen? Amen. You see, we can never know Jesus apart from the Word of God. Never. If you think going to a mountain, you will know Jesus. Maybe a portion. But apart from the Word, you will never know Jesus. John chapter 8, verse 31 to 32. I would like to end with this. And I want you to listen very carefully. I don't want you to close your eyes because you'll miss this baby. And I don't want you to miss a thing. Sabi nga ng kanta. John 8, 31-32 So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in Him, If you abide in My Word, you are truly My disciples. And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. As if Jesus is saying, if you listen and read and meditate and obey and apply my word, you are truly my disciples. And 
yung ibang translation ang tawag nila then kasi po yung first first John is if if you abide in my word this is a conditional statement if then statement the condition if if you abide the result is you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free tatlo po ang result noon but this is often misunderstood by many people. You see, the Word of God is always true but not always pleasant. Madalas po masakit ang salita ng Diyos. But Jesus encourages us to stay the course. Kapag nag-aaway kayo ng parents mo, lasenggo, babaero, ABS-CBN na lahat. No, alak, babae, sugal, cabaret, nightclub. Uh. And then the Bible said, honor your parents. Huh? Honor, honor. Jesus said, stay the course. Inapika. Inagaw yung bahay ninyo, yung lupain ninyo. Sabi ng Bible, love your enemy. Oh, what? Love. Jesus said, abide in my word. Na-offend ka sa Asher. <laughs> Sabi ni Lord, forgive the offender. Lalo na nga ako maupuan, pinalilis pa ako. Forgive, forgive. Ah, obey my command. Give and it will be given back to you. Yung 10% na lang natitira sa akin. Sabi nila, eh, akin yan eh. Obey my command. Try it before you complain. Because if you do, if you abide, if you stay the course, if you just keep on doing what I ask you to do, even when it hurts, hurts even when it hurts then as a result you are proving that you are indeed my disciples hindi ka katulad ng ibang pagmasarap lang sakalang na kasama ko yung iba kinukot lang you will know the truth that will set you free here's what it means mga kapatid if you stay the course, if you obey my word, you read it, meditate it, and apply it in your life, even if it's difficult, as time goes on, you will know that the word of God is much better than the alternative. That to forgive is better than to not forgive. That to give is better than to hoard. Are you with me? And then you will be set free. You will say, wow, ang tagal ko nang tinatago yung sama ng loob ko na to. Alipin ka ng galit and yet when you forgave your father, when you forgave your enemy, suddenly your eyes were open say, wow, ang sarap pala ng nagpatawad. Sasabihin sa inyo, Jesus, sabi ko sa iyo eh. If you abide in me, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Mga kapatid, 
ang sarap po ng sumunod sa salita ng Diyos. Pero hindi natin ito masusunod pag di natin alam. Amen? And I pray that in our series, we will embrace the Word of God because it's the Word of God that will give us life and will change our life forever. Amen? Palakabahan po natin Diyos. Tayo po tayong lahat. We will worship God. Just to say, God, thank you for your word. You are glorious. But I would like to give people here an opportunity. Maybe, sabi mo, oy, ganun pala yun, journey pala yun. Kaso hindi pa ako nag-start sa journey ko kay Lord. I want to start my journey with God. I want to have this walk with God. I want to have a relationship with God. Kung wala ka pang relasyon sa Diyos, I'm not talking to every one of you. I'm talking to just very few people here. Maybe you're a visitor. You've just been invited. Or maybe matagal ka na umaten, pero wala lang. Atend-atend ka lang. But now you realize that this is a journey and that you want to start a, a, a journey with God. I want to pray for you and I want to lead you in a prayer. Bow your heads with me, everyone, please. If that's you that I'm talking about, whether you're one or 100, I want you to raise your hands as I count one to three. One, two, three. Raise your hands. Thank you for that hand. Anyone else? Thank you for that hand. Thank you for that hand. Thank you for that hand. Anyone else? Doon po sa lahat ng taas ng kamay, taas yung kamay nyo and I want you to follow this prayer with me. Just say this prayer, Lord Jesus, thank you You died for me and you rose again from the grave so that you could give me forgiveness and start a new life for me. Lord, forgive me. I acknowledge that you are my Lord and my Savior from this time on until Jesus returns. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen.